<laughs> yeah, okay. No, right before you started rolling, you like looked at me sideways and you kind I of smirked at you like sideways. you have something funny to say. What do you? Oh, that's my phone. What no, do you want to say? No, what joke were I, no, you making in your head doing about anything. me? Uh, let me. Let me. I get. Uh, it tickles my ear. Um, oh, that was weird. When you take it out, it sounds weird in my ear. Does it? Yeah. How are you today? You look nice. I'm good. Thank you. I'm sorry. You look I was like you're about late. to paint the kitchen. But you were running late too, so it's okay. Paint the kitchen. You look like you have a DIY outfit. But it's, oh, it does kind of look like it. It is a good DIY Let's outfit. You're get right. It, oh my girls. God. No, look, I am not lactating. <laughs> I just have wet hair. I was in a hurry this morning. No, look, it looks like I'm leaking from my boobs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think the title of the episode. Yeah, that's, that's the name of the episode. It looks like I'm leaking from my boobs. Can we make a DIY outfit instead? I like no, that no, better. It's, it's definitely <laughs> leaking from my boobs. Um, Rick, we're oh. excited. I, I hope you like our new backdrop. We're, we're on our way to changing things up. How do you like it so far? Looks, looks, looks good. It oh, needs he hesitated. Something. No, yeah, no, I hesitate too. I mean, it looks better than it's the picture with the giraffe kinkle. It's just something that we're... Yes. It needs something on top of it, maybe some it color. Up. It's a little dark. Well, remember, we're going to have the TV screen behind us. Yeah. That we can. Um, yeah. It's a lot out. of vertical lines. So, like, I'm kind of doing this with my eyes when I look at it on oh, the small screen. Oh, my God. Okay. Nothing's ever good enough. Ever. No, I'm. Ever. Rick hesitated too. Well, yeah, no, but Rick's being negative. Rick Rick is being negative. No, Rick. Rick was being nice. He was quiet. He let me dig the hole. <laughs> He's quiet now. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so, What's so funny? What? Well, no, I, 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 I had things that I wanted to talk about, and uh -huh. I just feel like we're getting we went off sideways. The, uh, we're getting off the Hi, welcome. Hello, Hello. Well, you're gonna have a billboard, and it goes up Sunday. Yeah, they said it's um. She said there's there's a couple of them. It's not just one billboard. There's a couple, but she did say that um. There's one going up in front of the Alamo Dome on Sunday. If I want to go take a picture with it. I, well, I'm, I have a. We have so many cousins and family members in San Antonio and family. Oh, and, I hope if people see a picture of the billboard, I'm they'll sure like send it to will, me. We'll send a picture of you. Send it to me. Um, on the billboard. However, I am I am very proud of you. Um, that you have become, you know, this creative person. And I think, you know, even like with my stand-up, you know, there's, you start with one dream. Uh-huh. And it changes. And it grows. And, and you know, you, what people don't know is Renee was the, the she won Best Actor in the state of Texas. Yeah. You were on the, I'm going to be an actor. Yeah. And I'm going to go to New York and study at, Stella Adler at NYU, and then I'm going to go to L.A., and I'm going to be an actor. Yeah. And for me, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be on SNL, or I want my own TV show, you know. And But your paths, they change. Yeah. You know, and they grow. And, and I'm just so proud of you that, that you've continued to be a performer. Yeah. You're still performing. Yeah. I guess it doesn't feel like I'm performing. You don't think so? No, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like. No, that's different. It's totally different. I mean, I understand what you're saying. It's like public speaking. No, but right. I, I, it but feels more like public speaking than performing. Well, no, but you, but you're you are an actor and you are a performer. You are an entertainer. Yeah. Right. You're still an entertainer, wouldn't you say, Adrian Rick? She's still an entertainer. Are you bummed out about it? Am I bummed out about what? 
that that it's not do you, do you not think it's entertainment um no it just it they're two completely different things like you know having been a trained actor at NYU and knowing what that is and the the work and the process for that they're to me they're two completely different things I don't I don't know I mean I you know look I I I wanted to have a sitcom that's you know when I was very young I'm like oh I'm going to do stand up I'm going to have a sitcom now I don't want I don't I don't want to say I don't want a sitcom. Yeah. It, it's not it's not a priority to me. Yeah. Right. When it used to be, I'm going to do stand up. I'm going to get a deal. I'm going to have a TV show. That was a success marker for right. you. Like, like yeah. Tim Allen, like Roseanne, yeah, yeah. like uh, George Lopez, like all these comedians, Ray Romano, all these comedians that came before me. That is like, oh, that's what I'm going to get. Right. Yeah. Well, now. You know, I. I I never thought in a million years that I would enjoy podcasting. Well, because podcasting wasn't even around when you started. Podcasting wasn't even a thing. But I mean, even, I guess radio podcasting is like the modern version of a radio show, right? This is still entertainment. I'm, we're still entertaining. Yes. I it, mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's not necessarily it's a different a sitcom, form of entertainment. But, but that's like saying stand-up comedy is the same as acting. Stand-up comedy oh, and no, acting no, are no, two no, completely no, no. different things. No, actors cannot do stand-up. You know, and I, I forget who it was, but they, they were they were upset because they're like, we do not get the respect we deserve. Actors and or comedians? Comedians. Oh, and okay. after the after the Joe Coy thing, people are like, you know, fuck those guys. Do they not have any idea how hard it is to be a stand up comedian? To, stand -up? <sighs> to walk on stage and make strangers laugh. Yeah. Like that is really uh, and and that's the thing about with material you wrote yourself often, right? Yeah. So we are the writers, the producers, the directors, the the stage blockers. I mean, we we do everything. Yeah. But a, a comedian can be a dramatic actor. Oh, but, for sure. Because usually, but a comedians. dramatic actor cannot be a comedian. It's never been done. Can't be done. Yeah. And it's not going to. So I think to be a stand-up, you know, you 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 have to be crazy smart and talented for sure you know nobody wrote our lines for sure you know, I, always, I always tell people like the funny thing about tv and film what, what people don't understand you know where they go um oh seth green and, and i'm just throwing a name out there oh he was funny on that line well yeah because he said it 15 times <laughs> Because you know someone I mean? wrote it to be funny, right? There was a setup before his line, right? And then they, well, yeah. but they got to go, you know, hey, I like my coffee black, like I like my men, yeah, you know, black and strong. Okay, say it again, you know, <laughs> I like my coffee, you know, and you, you get no, to but say even it then, as, as an, an actor, actor, yeah, to have fifteen times to play off of. I don't have a second shot. Yeah, I don't have a second. I don't have a director going, wait, hold on, can you, you know, you, you. You just, you didn't give it that extra at the, you know, I don't, we don't, stand-ups yeah. don't have that. Well, to do it all by yourself, like, that's what is crazy. There is no one else on that stage with you. But I, I was, I, what I was talking about with you is that, you know, you didn't give up on your dream, despite the hurdles, despite all the things when it, because you are, you, you do do commercials. Yeah. You know, and you are in commercials, which is awesome, but I just think it's really special that, that you've continued to, um, I mean, you found this niche. Yeah. Right? You found this little thing that you're really good at. Well, I was going to say, to me, it's just something else that I'm good at. Like, 
in addition to doing that, I'm also capable of doing this. It's just something else that I'm good at. But but to say that they're like the same, they're, no, no I don't, I that, did not that's say like saying the same. An, someone similar. who has an HGTV show is an actor. I don't know that I would say that. Entertainer. Entertainer. An entertainer. Fair enough. Fair enough. I did not say that that you're an actor. Yeah. At, at the home and garden show because you're being yourself and yeah. you are yourself. But but you're you're an entertainer. Yeah, I guess so. You know, and as my wife, Captain Evil, I would say, I would say that there are people on TV shows who are acting, are in movies, who are acting uh-huh. that you are more famous than. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people recognize you all I the call, time. I call it bonus love. Like I get really lucky because people love you, and because you love no, your but comedy, you're, but I you're get a, like the the bonus, the residual love of that. I really do. A, I'm really you're, lucky. But, but you're a character, and you are you are a somebody worth following on Instagram with all the cool stuff you're doing. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's kind of my point too. Is okay. You're on a TV show. Are you worth following on Instagram? Oh, I see. Okay, I see where you're going. Well, and not only are you worth following on Instagram, you're not on Instagram showing your tits, which a lot of a lot of girls. <laughs> my, my brain didn't go to showing my tits. My brain went to like I don't I don't like selfies. I'm very uncomfortable with selfies or like look at me in my outfit of the day. Like that's not my thing. That's not what I share on Instagram. And I think it's great. Yeah. And I mean, you you you're always showing kind of. The behind the scenes, number one, of, of our life and our kids and, yeah. and all the things we're going through. But but your ability to decorate, and as much as I bitch and complain. And you do. And a I lot. Do, <laughs> I, I love our home when you're done decorating. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I hate to say it, but we took Christmas down and it was like, oh, like our house. That's what I was going to ask you. Like Does it, it got, feel empty to you? It, 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 well, it, feel, it felt so plain. Well, it was so loud. Yeah. Because today know? I was like, I think I'm going to put up like Valentine's Day. It's oh, only yeah. I only have one tub of Valentine's two, Day. Two. Two Just tubs. one. I we saw them today. Okay. Well, maybe that's because I bought some more stuff. But, <laughs> and I needed a tub for the stuff I bought. But um, the house felt so empty. And I was like, it just needs a little something. No, I, you know, I, I, but you're really good at it. Yeah. You know, you go to some people's houses, you're like, ooh, yeah, they're not good at this. <laughs> they're, they're. Rick, have you guys taken down Christmas yet? Yeah, we did. Um, but one thing I will Uh-oh. add to the. We Elizabeth. lost Rick. Can you not oh. hear me? No, we can't hear you I in our you ears now. anymore. Yeah. We can hear you on the phone, though. Oh. That's weird. Um, it's recording over here. Uh, one thing I was going to say about, and see, you don't need to, to hold it up as long as you can hear me. Oh, okay. Actually, you know what? Give, give me one second. Technical difficulties, guys. Thanks yeah, for bearing with us. Are you? Can you hear me still? We can mm-hmm. hear you. Okay. Uh, one thing I was going to say is about Renee's decorating and all that is it's kind of annoying when we'd go to your house with Gigi and then we just copy your guys' style because guess who's got a frame TV now? Oh, <laughs> dude, They're I, awesome. They're that so happens awesome. to me all the time where we go somewhere and he's like, oh my God, this is cute. And I'm like, well, we're getting that. <laughs> we are definitely, that is. So I, my issue is with the frames. So we have a frame TV and if you don't know what a frame TV is, it sits completely flat on the wall like a picture and then the components of the TV sit underneath, but the the frame we got, it looks okay. 
Oh no, we but got a janky frame. Where did you get we, your frame? We Rick? need a new frame. We didn't. We didn't actually put the frame up. We didn't buy one of those because we actually like the the clean border look. Oh, with no frame around it. With no frame around it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, that happens to me all the time. Where, you know, somebody's like, "Oh," Renee's like, "Oh, look at this," and I'm like, "Oh shit." <laughs> <laughs> or if we've been having a design dispute, that sounds nice, right? Instead of a design argument, when we've been having a design dispute between the two of us, we go into someone else's house and I'm like, see, that's how you're supposed to do it. Which, oh, that reminds me of a great conversation. So our friend who has been on this podcast with his wife, uh, Randy Rogers, um, Renee and I walked into the uh, sushi restaurant to sit down and have lunch. And uh -huh. we ran into my hairstylist, Paul, and he was... Uh, there with Randy. So yes. Randy and Paul sat down and, and had lunch with us. And it was so fucking funny. Rick, listen to this. So I got to set up this. First of all, I have to set up the fact that one of the biggest arguments that Renee and I have is that Renee controls everything. I don't make any decisions in our home at all. Renee makes all you of the decisions. You only live in it half the time. <laughs> the point is Renee makes all the decisions. Now, in my house, in the playroom, there's these beautiful sliding doors that open up, and I can sit on my patio and look into the playroom. Like two months out of the year in Texas when it's not too hot or it's not too cold. You don't need to defend yourself. Let me tell the story. <laughs> and because I like that spot, I like to sit outside and watch either baseball or football, but the TV's kind of far away. So I put a 90-inch TV there. Well, Renee was very upset that the 90-inch TV does not belong in there. Do we say that it's, is it my turn? <clears throat> I'm, I, I, I ding, do I, get to, do I get to buzz in? Do I get to tap in? The TV, 90 inches on that wall, when you were actually in the room, which function, functions as our children's playroom. Ding, let me interject. massive. Ding, let me interject. It is the media room. It is the kids' room. It is where you go to lounge and watch a movie. You get it dark in there, and you watch a movie, so you want... The kids want the big TV, so it feels like a movie screen. That is for yes, entertainment. but we're talking the, about we're proportions not for the ding, wall ding, size. I hit the ding. I hit the ding. You can ding <laughs> in when you want. You can ding in when you want. Um, I, I did not put that TV in the living room. It is in the playroom, which is for the kids and entertainment, video game room, if you will. I wanted a 90-inch TV for months. And months and months, Renee would say this. I would say that it is too big for the piece of furniture. I even tried to find a piece of furniture that was long enough for the dang TV. So we've got, for the longest time, we had a beautiful piece of furniture under that TV with TV sticking out over the edges, which is a design like uh -uh, not it looks it looks terrible it was and, disproportionate and, for the piece of furniture and, my, and, and for the size wall it was on my it was argument massive. and my argument was i do not get to pick anything i don't ask for anything renee does everything she wants to do the way she wants to do it. and i have learned that if I do not let Renee do the things that she wants to do, it is very painful. Oh, so, you act like I so, said you can't ding, have ding, a ding, TV ding, in the room. Ding. <laughs> so then I told her, I said, honey, that's the one thing that I would like to ask you to give me. Can you please let me have 
that TV. Well, nonetheless, I do not have that TV in there. Renee has gotten her way, no. and that TV is not in there. Now, that is the setup. Okay, we there was some compromise. It was like you ding, say ding, 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 ding. There was compromise. I did go and buy a longer piece of furniture so that you could still have a large TV, just not as stupidly large as you wanted. Can I finish and stop trying to defend yourself? I'm not defending you, myself. You, you, Renee gets what she wants. And no, I'm no longer. A TV should I, be proportionate to the wall and the piece of it. furniture. I I gave in because Renee would not. You were not, wrong. <laughs> Renee, no. Renee, it's it's so painful. Renee would not stop berating me but now this with is my decision. Because and it legit is anytime we have another argument, no, no, somehow so, it always circles back no, to the TV in the playroom. That's all I wanted. I, I didn't pick out the furniture, the wall colors. I didn't. I don't pick out anything in our home. I don't pick out our bedspread. I don't I don't pick out I anything. I say, do you like this before I hit anything, the buy button? Anything. So we're sitting down with Randy Rogers and Paul. Okay, Paulie. Randy, congratulations to him, just bought a beautiful home on the beach. He's telling us about it. You can tell that he's proud that he bought this beautiful home. Well, he goes, and my biggest problem is I just want a big fucking TV in the living room, and they're not letting me. I'm not picking out shit. I'm not. And I'm like, oh, he my God. He said even his mother-in-law told him no, that that TV that he wanted was too big for and I'm that like, room. Me and Randy just looked at each other like, <laughs> we are living the same life. Because Randy said, he goes, I don't want anything but a big TV so that I can watch a movie or What is or it about game. men and their big TVs? I, I like Is it related TV. to the size of something else? Like, what is it? Why does why do you need just say dick. massive TVs she, she, that she, are disproportionately sized? Is it because you wish you had other massive things that were disproportionately no. sized? Like what is it? No. Rick, who's right? Me or her? Go. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> I am never yeah, I will never pick sides with you guys. This is no one situation. I hate with you me. so much. You know I'm right. <laughs> you know I'm right. And and, and again. You know, nobody comes to our house. Like, like, Renee oh my God, I do. When we had the TV, because multiple times in our relationship together over the years that we've lived together, we have had TVs that were too big for the piece of furniture they were on. And I just like, I'm like, we know better. You're nobody, married to me. Nobody's ever going to go into the kid playroom and go, and go, oh my God. No, but when the TV... Did you see how big their TV was? No, no one's going to say that because if they that come into our home, usually they love shui. us. <laughs> but like, that is nobody, a thing. Feng shui is a thing. says that. That is a thing. No, but that when, you, when you're sitting on the patio, that TV might feel the right size. But when you're actually Look, sitting in that room I've been to on Rick's the couch house. with the children, Rick I don't has, need to see Paw Patrol that Rick big. has the loft upstairs. That is, there, that is the entertainment space for the kids and the family, I didn't walk up there and be like, what the fuck is going on up here? Well, no, because they that have a TV theater too room big. where they have their massive theater screen. That Ours is like a theater room. It's not, though. It's a narrow room. It's not It's not like, like a theater where I'm you're far away is, from the screen. If we're supposed to be teammates and partners, you should let your teammate or partner at least pick one thing that makes him happy. Sure, pick something else. 
Like what? I don't know. A rug, something I can cover with furniture. <laughs> Rick, did you get to pick the TV in the game room? Uh, yeah. So I, I'm basically our decorator, which is, you know, Gigi was actually just saying like, hey, don't start blaming me for your decoration decisions. And, you know, truth be told is I usually come over by myself to your place. So it is me stealing all of your guys' ideas. <laughs> I mean, it is it is insane. Like I was like, "Hey, Renee, where'd you get this couch from?" And then we day after we're at that store trying to find it. Dude, that couch is awesome. That couch is great. That that was a compromise that Renee figured out for me. However, if if <laughs> what does that mean? A compromise I figured out for well, you? Well, because it worked for you. Oh, because because I wanted the 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 the, 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 the where the legs come up. Yes, but of course, you know we. Don't, I was and determined I agree, to find one that wasn't I don't ugly. Want, I don't want a lazy boy. Yeah, right. But I'd like to pick up your feet. And Renee found this really cool sofa that if you see it in our living room, you don't know it's a right, but it is a and it is nice. See, you make it sound like I'm terrible. You got the couch. I didn't make it sound like you're terrible. You just said. The things you, you do you made you sound terrible. <laughs> I didn't make you. I'm getting blamed for things you do. I don't understand. No, listen, I told you. I said, I'm not saying you don't deserve to have your massive TV someplace. Just put it someplace where it's proportional. So you took that massive TV and you put it in the barn where All it I'm, is on a huge wall. I, and but, it makes but, sense. But like I told you. I have not this year sat in my favorite spot in the house because it's no longer my favorite spot. Because it's been cold. Because because this not, year not we only just started. We're three to, weeks to in. To add on to the feng shui, the 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 chairs we had in that in the uh, patio were so comfy and so rockable and so chill. I love the chair and I love the TV. Those we the, moved them to the barn with the big and TV. And then Renee. Bought new chairs out there that are that gorgeous. Are, they look good, not comfortable. Everyone comes over and they're like, "Your patio furniture is beautiful." Looks good, not functioning. How does it not function? It for sure functions. It's not comfortable. You your requests were. It's like you. Will it still you can swivel? Cook, and I said yes. It will still is swivel. It, is it? Is it hey, well, I have never advertised that cooking was one of my um, skills. No, I look. I, all I'm saying is that it was so funny. That Randy sitting there telling me about the same exact argument, and then Renee Renee looked at him and goes, "Randy, it is a problem at our house." I said, "You will get no sympathy from me, Mister Rogers." He is goes, what "It I told is him. a full fucking argument." At yes, our house. yes. And he's like, "Oh no, it's a full fucking argument at our house." I don't I don't understand why it's so hard to choose a TV that is appropriately sized. I don't understand how it's so hard to go. You know what? My husband lets me pick out 99% of the things. And the one thing he wants is a big TV. I am willing to compromise so that my husband can enjoy the home that he works so hard. Pick something else, out. like the trash can under your bathroom sink. <laughs> I, look, I, just I am so interested. Now. No, I am so interested to hear the comments. I can't wait. Um <laughs> To hear the comments. Yeah. Um, um, I, you know, everybody on this podcast is Team Captain Evil. Listen, I'm speaking at the in. San Antonio Home and Garden Show for a reason. <laughs> oh, Why would yes. you not just follow my lead? Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to bring that later on to you. Oh, my God. When, when it comes to social media, maybe you should listen to me. 
I don't know. We have very different opinions. Okay. We're two very different people. We're very different people. We are and very Renee different gets people. what she wants, and I work to give her all the things that she wants, because if she doesn't get things she wants, God, it hurts. It hurts. I want Adrian's opinion. Adrian, we have to keep having this discussion. Do you and your wife have these fights over and over and over again? No, my wife is does not have an eye for it, so we do not have these fights, not at all. So who decorates at your house? Uh, It's a combination, but usually me. But you're like, I don't need a painting here. Something needs to go here. Yeah, something should go here. We're we're adults. We we should have something here. But your wife doesn't care. Not really. How big your TV is, or or. But why can you not just say design is not my thing? Like design's definitely not my thing. Right? Like I just say cooking's not my thing. You're a much better cook than I am. I have no problem with that. You heard it here. If live. you taste something and you're like Renee, it needs more of this. I'm like Steve's probably right. He's a better. Oh my cook. god! Stop act like stop it. It's oh true. We're gonna open up a whole fucking can of worms here. I'm gonna let that go. It's too. true. I'm let that go. I am. Oh my gosh. Renee doesn't listen to me whether I'm an expert at it or not. It doesn't matter. When it comes to cooking, I listen to you. <laughs> like, I'm trying not to start a fight. <laughs> Are I'm you? So trying not to Are start you? A fight. I'm just saying, I would like to see the comments. Now, speaking of comments, uh-huh. to change. <laughs> uh oh, did we get some bad ones or some good no, ones or what? It, I didn't read No, them. people people really chimed in on the, on the potty training. Oh, people, yeah. People really chimed in, and I, I, I really appreciate. All the things, um, the different suggestions or things absolutely. that worked for them, and, and and there was a couple people. They're like, "Gosh, I just wish we could talk to you," Aww. you know. So maybe next week we can schedule for them to call in our our Zoom in. Yeah. Um, because you know, like I said, we are at our wits end, and a lot of the suggestions we we they were on the comments. We've tried. We've yeah. We've I read attempted. a lot of the comments, yeah. and I'm like, guys, we we've gone down that path. We've tried. This, that, and the other, and, and I mean, I, the only thing that that we're thinking, so that so that you know we are transparent, you know, even even the the her teacher at her daycare, yeah, reached out and she said, look, the day the podcast aired, not having seen the podcast, she yeah, had she no idea that we talked about bo- being and, at our wits end with potty training, and, and she, she called she us called. up and she said, you know, she was, like we said, she was, you know, Delilah's super intelligent and super social and smart and. Very, very aware, but she had an accident. Not only did she have an accident, she freaked out for 20 minutes over it. Yeah. So then she went to the potty, and it was a full bladder release a lot. And then literally 10 minutes later, a full bladder release again and made an accident. So she reached out to us and said, look, maybe it is something physical. Yeah. You know, so we went to the pediatrician yesterday and they're gonna. She's gonna start with some, some very easy. You know, she did pee in a cup. Said her urine looks fine. Um, but we're we're just we're really trying to figure it out. And and one of the comments was like, "Look, I had the same issue with my daughter. When they're ready, they're ready. Yeah, they'll figure it out." The three. I think that's the other tricky part is that like she's still little. She's three. Yeah. It's just. So it, it is. It is definitely um, quite frustrating. Uh, and, and I do appreciate all the comments and the the people that reached out to to let us know that their thoughts. Yeah. Because we read them, and and I am we are open to suggestion. Yeah. You know, so we don't know what we're gonna do with that. Um, I don't think our in laws have seen 
the podcast. Oh, I'm sure they did today because dads. They're probably um, watching it today. Yeah, they, I, I'm sure they watched it today because my mom actually, you know, we talked to you asked me what I was going to talk about at the home and garden show and what I was going to demo this morning. I got like 10 text messages from mom with suggestions about what I should do at the home and garden show. <laughs> From your mom? Yeah, from my mom. What were her suggestions? Uh, a lot of them were Mother's Day gift ideas. <laughs> I like that. So, because it's in February, right? Yeah, yeah. But like Mother's Day is when? In May or June? Yeah. I think, well, because Mother's Day is hard. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Well, I, and, and I, I, I don't know. I think we'll also live in a world where, where you know, we, uh, we're no longer being thoughtful. Yeah. Right? You go on Amazon. <laughs> You buy a gift, right? And you go here, have some chocolates or have a, uh, you know, we, we did we did charcuterie boards for everybody because we were trying to think outside the box. Yeah. Right? We were trying to think of something that that may be... Fun, useful, enjoyable. Ray, yeah. did, you, did you enjoy that? Did you get one? I hope you got one because then we're... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Very good. It was really, really nice. Well, it, but we thought think outside the box, right? Like here's something that that you you know every, you know a lot of people do a bottle of wine or you yeah. know but we just thought all right here's something different. Yeah. And I, I mean I think that your mom's right. Maybe a, a different angle on Mother's Day. What else? Yeah. What else? Did you come well, up with? I um you know it was a bunch of Mother's Day ideas, but I love the holidays and hosting. You know that's kind of my jam. And so and but I also love as we packed up all of our Christmas decorations. Um, I like things that can be transitional that you can use for multiple holidays. So I'm thinking tips and tricks for well, you holiday did that home kind of with, with fall, like yes. fall going into or Halloween going. And into I got fall. in trouble because it wasn't Thanksgiving yet, and I was going to put up our our nativity scene. We have a huge light up nativity scene, so I'm like dragging it out there, and she's like, "What are you doing?" It's not even Thanksgiving yet. I'm like, oh, shit. So we're going to so be like the Clampets with three different holidays in our yard looking confused. I just need you to. Gotta, I, I, next year, this year, because uh -huh. we're our new year. Yes. I need you on the calendar to put, we start Christmas decorations here. Uh -huh. We start, you know, I like lay it all well, out. Well, it changed this year because we were filming your special and we were hosting Thanksgiving at the house and we had everyone. Like it was just a lot happening all at once. So this year it was a little, we were on a delayed schedule this year. Because who does all the setting up for um, your house, Rick? Gigi, I, I will not touch setup on that stuff. See, I that's don't a set man. it up and I don't take it down. See, that's a man right there. He puts his fucking <laughs> foot down. You don't do much either and except set know, the bitch, big I ain't old touching tree this up shit. for me. You do it. Adrian, at your house? Me. You? You're, you're the guy? Yeah, you do the holiday decorating too. Well, we get the kids involved. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids love it. They... I drag all the stuff out, and then we kind of let them put some stuff up. That put it together. Yeah, yeah. I like your attitude, Rick. I, I need to put my foot down, buddy. I, I need to. You didn't do much this year. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm my bad. I, 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 the Christmas tree's free. They just, <laughs> they just give it to you. Wow. Okay. That was so funny. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. I don't know why you thought that was so funny. Because money either, grows on trees. Daddy's uh, not out there hustling. Daddy's not out there making money. Trying to pay these bills. Dang, our house looks like a damn department store. My bad. Where did that come from? Hello, Daddy. <laughs> You're an idiot. I know, and I love it. Uh, this week I did um, uh, Sacramento and Redding, California. Yeah. Sacramento's always fun. Like, it's always, I mean, the people are great. You know, yeah. it's always a good show. And then, you know, when I would do the punchline 
um, at in Sacramento, the staff and I would go have a drink at this place called the Maple Room, and it is a perfect, perfect dive bar. Yeah. If I love dive bars, I like. Why is it called the Maple Room? Is it like whiskey, maple whiskey, or something? I have maybe they're from Canada. I don't know. Huh. But it is your. You walk in, tables, little space on the left, enough for a dartboard. And then the bar is literally four feet from the back wall. Right? Right. I mean, it's just perfect. Yeah. And I was like, I was telling Timmy and, and Johnny Sanchez, I'm like, we got to find this bar. Like, I want to go over there. Nobody's going to be there because it was Thursday night. Uh-huh. I want to have a drink there. The casinos in California don't have craps. I go, let's just go have a drink there. And we found it, hung out there, and it was, it was, it was just great Thursday, nobody out there. Then in the car, on our way to Redding, California. Dude, Redding is beautiful. Yeah? Oh, my God. What's it close to? Where is it? In the hotel that I was in, like, there was a botanical garden behind. I mean, it was just picturesque. Uh Uh-huh. And the Sacramento River runs through it. And there's all these lakes, and there was ducks everywhere. It was just a beautiful place. And Was it cold? Well, it wasn't too cold. I thought it was going to be colder. Uh Uh-huh. But it wasn't too cold. Yeah. But... Just a beautiful town. And, and I mean, you know, I've talked about it before. There are gigs you, you don't go on. Right. And, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of glad that Renee and the kids didn't come. It's, it's kind of boring. There's really nothing. Right. Nothing to see here. You do your show and you watch a movie. You know, and I mean this by no offense to, to Kansas, but nothing to see here. You know, this was one of those weekends where I'm like, well, Sacramento. Right. Eh. Yeah. And then I went to Reading, and I had that moment of like, man, I really wish Renee was here, because it was just it was it was a beautiful little town. Yeah, I mean, gorgeous. And I got backstage gift basket of all the local Reading. I always think that's so cool when the theater I, does that. I that means the world to me. Yeah, it really you know. And, but again, it's not a big gift. But also, what a cool way for them to like highlight their local yes. community. And, and, and it means the world to me, and I think it's awesome. And I, I just, you know, I don't know why more people don't do things like that. Yeah. You know, when I went to Midland and I did the theater over there, I get in my hotel, welcome to Midland. And they had, like, the towels and, I mean, just a koozie and... and postcards. I, mean, yeah, I always think that's I sweet mean, when just, they put postcards. Not cool, that you write and send postcards, cool but stuff, still. But, you know, nothing crazy at these shows, but it was... It was a lot of fun, and, and Reading was was really picturesque. Yeah, and I just want to talk about it because if you're doing and if you're if you're doing a California trip, I think it's worth stopping. Yeah, it, it's beautiful. And it's right in the middle, right, Adrian? It looks like it's between Sacramento and Oregon. Yeah, in the fourth. Now, now one of the most beautiful drives I have ever driven. Uh huh is when I had to drive from Seattle to San Diego. And that top half of the country, driving through that, is so picturesque. Yeah. And the trees and the rivers and... The Pacific Ocean, right? It's just, yeah, it's just gorgeous. <clears throat> Another drive that is that is stunning is um, through Utah. I drove, I drove from Vegas to Colorado through Utah, uh-huh. Utah is a beautiful state. Yeah. Beautiful state. 
I mean, and, and that's the thing about, I think about like all the road, I mean, all the roads I've driven, all the cities I've seen, all the, I mean, you want to know something about this country. I have seen it. Yeah. From White Sands to the Grand Canyon to Mount Rushmore to the Liberty Bell to Paul Revere's house to, yeah. I mean, I, I, that's why I'm so excited to do Montana. I was going to say, well, this year, like on your theater tour, you're doing a lot of cities that I've never heard of. I'd never heard of Reading. You're doing Melbourne, Florida. Like I've never heard of Melbourne. Yes. I was like, where's that? You know, um, I had um, to look on a map. You're doing a lot of like little theaters in cities yeah, I've never we're, been we're, to before. We're trying to kind of, you know, spread the, the, the apple seeds, if you will. Right. We're trying to go out and really hit up markets that we've never done before because um, and, and I think a lot of comedians aren't willing to do that. I'm, I am willing to, to take a step back to take three steps forward. Yeah. You know, I want to go and visit people. We're doing Salt Lake. We're doing Montana. We're doing Bozeman, Montana. Like yeah. I, Montana, I've only driven through. And I spent a little time in Billing. Mm-hmm. And it is gorgeous. So I cannot wait to do that. Boise. I'm doing Boise. Yeah. Never done Boise. Very excited to go in and visit those people. So with that being said, Rick, uh, special questions, go. Uh, one thing about you, you were talking about acting earlier. When you're when you're doing, and I'm basing this kind of what I saw in the special, when you do your act outs or your kind of facial expressions, is that based on the crowd or is that kind of predetermined? It depends. I mean, you know, I even play with that, right? Like I, I try to find the best facial expression. So I'll do three or four different facial expressions to see which, what is the crowd reacting to. Yeah. You know, um, it, it really doesn't matter, Rick, the crowd. By the time I film the special, I kind of know my dad should sound like this. Yeah. I should make a face right here, right? Um, Johnny gave me a great note. He's like, when you roll down the window... It's so funny the way you do it. Can you please do it again? Right? But it's all, it, it is all written and direct. Like, I'm directing myself in a sense. Yeah. Does that make sense, Rick? It does. But, like, when you throw, during that, that bit, when you throw your hand up like, ah, never mind, is that spontaneous or is that that kind of wave away? Is that predetermined? Well, sometimes it, 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 it is spontaneous. And then I see that it gets a great pop. And then I go, okay, I'm going to try it again. So then, you know, the dad story in this special, I mean, it was so fat. I tried everything. What do you mean when you say it was so fat? <clears throat> well, I added so many other things in the story that I'm like, okay, which ones am I going to hook into? Oh, as which you ones were are the working audience, and writing the bit. Right. Which gotcha. ones are the audience going to like? You know, I used to do a thing about, you know, my dad giving my dad my son money and I'd be like he just gave it to you like when I was growing up you know for that man to give me five dollars it was an hour and a half speech about hard work and right so you try those things and then when it's time to go okay did I get a laugh there yes do I need that story to tell this story the answer is no right so then I take out things yeah you know there used to be a scene where where I would go pick up my son and there was toys all over the floor and he's jumping on the sofa and, and I'm like, how are you still alive, right? 
if, if, if it looked like this when I was a kid and I was jumping on my dad's sofa, I'd be dead. Yeah. Got rid of that. Right. So you, 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 you know, Rick, I, I really experiment and try everything because sometimes there's a moment that I go, oh man, that's really funny. Yeah. There's something there Then I don't give up on it. And then that turns into a 10 minute bit. You know, right now I'm doing the bit about baseball moms and how I thought that travel baseball was going to be more about the dads. Yeah. And it's not. There's always a head bitch and they have their Stanley cups. Right. And they all sit on the front there and they have matching earrings. Right. But that bit right now is so small. Yeah. Right? That that I know there's going to that's going to be bigger. You're like, give it one more baseball season. Let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah. give me one more <laughs> baseball season, right? And I mean, there's always that one bitch that is running everything. She's behind the scenes, yeah. right? I'm like, there is no head coach. There's a manipulative <laughs> bitch that's running all of it, right? Because every mom in travel baseball wants the best eight kids on the field and their son. So there's a bit there, and it's bigger, and it's more fun and I can get into the storytelling of how is this woman manipulating everybody? Yeah. Right? Who are the moms? There's there's different sections of moms. Yeah. There's the moms that just nice to everybody and they don't want any trouble. And that's one group. And then yeah. there's the there's the super into baseball group. You know, so I can start to map out this story of what it's like to be on travel baseball, right? You know, yeah. so, somebody came up to me after the show in Reading. <clears throat> and he goes, oh, my God. Oh, it was in, in Sacramento. Um, Cody Johnson's band came to visit me because um, they were playing Sacramento the next day. And one of the dudes from the Cody Johnson band goes, dude, do you and the dads ever get together and go, hey, uh, I hope we lose this game. I don't want to play tonight at 8 o'clock. <laughs> like, <laughs> so he was able to add something that I was like, oh, yeah, there's all that. Right? Yeah. So then, Rick, you, 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 then I start creating, 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 and then the facial expressions come in. And I learned that from Chris Rock. Yeah? I would watch Chris Rock work on a new hour. Uh-huh. And for the first, when he's just writing Like watch stuff, him working on it at the comedy store, you mean? At the comedy store. Yeah. He would work out an hour in front of us at the comedy store. Uh-huh. And when he first started, he's sitting on the stool, he has his notepad, and he's just reading the notepad. Just talking to you to see what gets a laugh. He's not doing any act outs. He's not pretending like it's a written joke already. He's uh -huh. literally reading off a notepad. And you will see him with his pen. And then the audience will chuckle and he'll go, oh, okay. That's something there. There's something there. And then I watch this guy go from sitting on the stool with a notepad to then standing up without the notepad or with the notepad but not reading it. Yeah. Going back to the notepad, uh -huh. then from there, the notepad would disappear, and then he would start just talking it, and then before he was about to film, it was Chris Rock. Yeah. I mean, pacing the stage, inflection, strength, power, well-thought-out jokes, but I would watch him, and it would take him a long time to go from sitting on the stool mm -hmm. with a notepad and reading the joke to the guy you see on on his specials, yeah. Right. So, it, Rick, it is definitely all very methodical. But I, 
I also, I have seen where your act, not that it changes based on the audience, but based on the room. Your performance changes when you are in a comedy club versus when you are in a theater. Sometimes, but yes. Not not like a huge amount, but but I, there I think, are alterations. I think Rick I think both of us have talked about this. I think if I remember correctly, Rick, you prefer the comedy club setting. That's a tough question. Um, because I like the the roar of the laughter in the theater and I like how big it feels, but there is something that first of all, what I find amazing is how you can self-edit based on your, the room and when you're when you and Renee and Brian were talking being like hey try it like this try it like that in in the uh, club setting it it doesn't have to play as well as in a theater <clears throat> does that make sense yeah so oh, yeah one of the things that I do when I'm in a theater is my facial expressions are bigger my act outs are bigger because I know that that person sitting in the back of the room, cannot see the details in my face. Yeah. Right? In a comedy club, I can be way more subtle. Yeah. Right? I can I can make a smirk that I know everybody sees, but if you're in a 3,000-seater and you're in the very back, did you see that smirk? Yeah. Did that smirk give you the same effect that it gave the first 15, 20 rows? Yeah. So I am definitely bigger, bigger act-outs. And, and when I film my special, I was big. Yeah. You know, I was... I was my face, and, and that's what a lot of young comedians don't understand is that I am using every tool in my toolbox. I put it all together, just like Chris Rock. Yeah. I make sure that the, the, the wording is the way I need it to be, the joke, and then I make sure that I'm performing the joke. Yeah. And then I make sure that I'm letting the audience know with my face that maybe I said something really shitty, but I'm just joking, right? Yeah. So there's all these little things that I do, and I use every part of, and and I use the stool as a prop, mm -hmm. and the and mic stand yeah. as a prop, right? Right now I'm picking up the mic stand, and I'm going, these bitches in their Stanley Cups, and it gets a huge laugh because you have the visual of me holding the mic stand. Yeah. But I tried holding the stool uh -huh. as the cup. Yeah. Didn't get the same laugh. But the thing is, I'm not going to give up on it. Yeah. I'm going to try the stool three or four or five more times to see if, if maybe it was that crowd. Yeah. Maybe I didn't do it Yeah, right. that's the other thing. The energy, especially like in a comedy club, the energy on a Friday night crowd is very different than the energy on a Saturday first show crowd or Saturday second show crowd. Like they typically have a different energy each show. Definitely diff d different energy, but I'm not going to give up on the stool being the Stanley Cup until I know... Yeah. It's not as funny as the mic stand. Yeah. You know, and, and I think a lot of these young comedians, they don't see all the angles. Right? You know, even even Johnny, who's a, a definitely a pro. Yeah. Right? Johnny is a pro. I mean, I'm not knocking Johnny Sanchez at all. He's one of the funniest, most talented dudes I've ever worked with. So please but but I was able to give him a note that he was like, I can't believe I didn't see it that way. Yeah, and the note is because he's very short, and he he's his wife is five foot ten, and wears heels, so now she's six foot whatever. He goes, when I hold her hand, it looks like she's walking me through like I'm a child. Uh huh. But it was a simple move from him holding her hand like this, to this. Yeah. Right. 
this visual, this, this looks funny. Uh-huh. This visual is hilarious. And he was like, oh my God, I didn't think to move my hand up even higher. Yeah. To make it look like I'm a child getting dragged out of Walmart. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. But it's all those little things that, that you got to think about. Right? Um, next question, Rick. Uh, what are you thinking about? I mean, you've done uh, these jokes thousands and thousands of times. What are you thinking about when you're on stage? Are you thinking about the actual joke? Are you in the moment? Or are you thinking, I need to get to this point? I am out of body every single time. Okay. I want to ask, because I've seen the first show we have on tape, and I've seen the second show that we have on tape. Same feeling, both shows? Um. So, so what he's saying is like when we edit it, you can see at the bottom of the screen, there's a certain color for show one and a certain yep. color for show two. And then when he, we piece it all together, he pieces it all and together. It was 50, you can 50. See. So the first show, I wanted to make sure that I got the jokes right. I wanted to make sure that I had the verbiage correct, that we hit every mark, that I hit every joke that I needed, that I liked, right? So you're thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. So what yeah. I say, when I say I'm out of body... When I'm talking, saying this joke, I'm already thinking about how I'm going to perform the next joke. Yeah. I'm out of body thinking about the next joke, right? Now, there are times, <clears throat> and I probably shouldn't say this because it, it I, sometimes I'm just not in it. Uh-huh. And then I go into autopilot on stage, and then I am literally having a conversation with myself. Thinking outside. about other stuff? I'm like, like thinking about you. I'm thinking about how you don't let me have the TV. <laughs> You know, uh, I'm, I'm, but I'm literally, I'm literally like, oh man, I can't wait to be at the casino tonight in my head. Like, oh man, I'm, you know, I don't know what we're doing. You're tonight, throwing right? dice in your like, head. Like I'm literally having a conversation in my head while I'm performing and delivering jokes, which, which people think is absolutely insane and crazy, Yeah. but I'm able to be performing, thinking about something completely different. Right. Yeah. And get it done. However, I do feel like those are not the best shows. Because I'm not in it. So sec- first show, get all the words out, stay ahead of the game, right? S- second show was I got it in the can. I got everything that every joke I wanted to except for one joke. Uh-huh. There was one joke <clears throat> that I was like, I got to make sure I get this one in the second show. Yeah. And then the second show was I'm going to be spontaneous. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to be with the crowd. I'm going to enjoy the moment. Yeah. Right. The first show, I didn't enjoy the moment. Second show... I'm enjoying the moment, but then I'm like, I have to get this joke. So there was only a little bit of stress in that set where I was like, don't forget <clears throat> to hit this joke. Yeah. Right. And the joke to me is is one of the funniest jokes in the special where I go, I don't want to be happy. I want to be with you. Yeah. That line is a T-shirt. It's a Valentine's it's, Day card. It's a Valentine's, <laughs> it's a Valentine's Day card. It, it's just a funny fucking line and it's yeah. great i didn't get it the first show got it the second show yeah you know did you guys notice i didn't get it in the first show yes and i was so bummed at myself because that is a really funny joke yeah that line is so funny where you go you know where you go no no, no babe i go sometimes she agrees with me and says do what you want to do have fun and you know 
And I go, no, 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 no. I don't want to have fun. Oh, what, is, what is it? I don't want to be happy. I don't want to be happy. Oh, yeah. I want you to be happy. Be happy. Goes, do no, what makes well, you happy. If you want to do that, do what makes you happy. I go, no, no, no. I don't want to be happy. I want to be with but you. Steve, that's not just, I mean, it's a, it's a funny line, but how you point to me is what sells it. All you know, of it. When you point, how hard you point, all of that, yeah, it comes together. It, so it's it, not just the line. Right. And, and it has to be the performance of it. The performance of it. You, you put it all together. However, if we go back to Chris Rock's model, where, you know, Chris Rock's reading that line. Yeah. But he would read it, and then it's just a chuckle, right? Because it's not, all the pieces are not being put together. Yeah. But he knows, okay. I know that's a good line. Because remember, at the comedy store, sometimes he's performing in front of nine people. And he would come in at midnight on purpose. He wanted there to be nine people. He wanted them to be exhausted and tired. He wanted them to see 15 comedians before he got on. Yeah. Because he really wanted to know. So he knew that if he just got a little bit of a chuckle. There was something there. There was something there. Next question. My last my last question is for Renee. This week is the biggest week we have. Uh, starting on Monday, we locked the cut. How are you feeling about it? I'm good. I'm really, really good. I um, there there has to be a point when you say, "Okay, we're not making any more changes." But I don't. I didn't have that feeling of like, "Oh my God, I still wanted to make more changes," and we had to send it off. Like, I'm at the point now where I just want everyone to see it. I'm like, "Can we be done with this?" this part of the process because I think the material is so good. I think the stories you tell in this, I think this special is like such a roller coaster ride and I'm just so ready for people to get to enjoy it. I'm just excited for the ending. Like I, I really think that what we did at the end of this special is truly special. Yeah. And we always try to find something. There's so many comedians that have specials out there. We always try to find something that is unique. Yeah. And I think that that ending with that special is so unique. And we are going to do something really special for all you guys out there. Our friends at Rebecca Creek have let us, they're going to let us go to their uh, distillery and do a see it before you can see it. Um, Renee and I plan on doing a podcast live in front of everybody. And then everybody at the Tobin that saw the show live is going to get an invite to come back do Q&A with Renee and I and watch it there. So I know Rick's a little nervous about it, but we're going to do it. And no, no, we're no, very no. Excited. It's not a little. <laughs> I'm not going to watch any of it. I'm going to dinner. I will go eat dinner next door Yeah. while everybody watches my bullshit. Um, Aztec Chevrolet, God, we love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, Renee and I plan on doing a really cool video uh, with her new Hummer EV. It's so cool. So far, it's we're, we're so cool. absolutely loving it. Um, you do, Rick, have to get out of the mindset of like, I need to charge it. I got to charge it. I got, you know, and, it, and then you start to think about it and you go, well, I don't go to the gas station every night. I drive around for a while until it gets to below half and then I go fill up. Yeah. Renee drives around until it ends up in the... <laughs> E, in the red. And then goes the gas. So you, you, did you have that to overcome, Rick? Nope. We, we it's our, our charger's in our garage, and you pull it in, you pop it in. It's a two-second thing. I hate going to the gas station now. It's so archaic to me. Yeah, no, we're, we're loving our, our new EV, and I think we'll do a really cool video um, for Aztec Chevrolet, Aztec Ford. 
Uvalde Chevrolet. Um, Old Salt Coffee, had it this morning. Absolutely love it. Trevino 10 is the discount code if you would like to get 10% off. Uh, Pick Cherries, we love them. We appreciate them. Our friends at Rebecca Creek, again, have been so amazingly sweet and kind to us. Please give it a sip. Give it a sip. Uh, We love you guys. We'll see you next time. Rick, awesome questions. I'm really interested to see this podcast. I'm going to watch this one because... I think you just need to write a joke about the TV. Like, if that many couples relate to the damn oversized TV... We covered fucking four topics in this... I mean, like, five topics. So, we will see. A big thank you to Adrian um, for... Uh, helping us out here as well. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. And I will be in uh, San Antonio tomorrow raising money for Helicopters for Heroes. The week after that is the big week in Montana. So please get mm-hmm. your tickets. SteveTribune.com. You look absolutely beautiful as always. Well.